I'm going to get back to rustling this bag a little bit. Welcome to a bonus episode of Football and Other F-Words. Today, we're going to talk about the instant reaction with Duke Johnson. I have with me Mike Miracles of Music City Miracles at Mike Miracles on Twitter. I am Zach at F-Wordspot on Twitter. So Duke Johnson was traded from the Browns to the Texans for a third, uh, fourth round pick that turns into a third. Uh, what, what are your general thoughts on the trade, uh, Mike, as far as... You know, was this a good deal for both sides? Was this one winners and losers like the uh, NFL people like to do? <laughs> um, so I guess winners, I would say uh, Nick Schaub is, is, is a winner because he is probably going to get almost all of the Browns uh, running back snaps now. I mean, without Duke Johnson there to take the third down and passing down snaps, you would expect to see him a ton. Uh, on the field for the Browns. Now, that's from a production standpoint, that's great. I, I don't know that it necessarily, necessarily helps the Browns win uh, right away, and especially while Kareem Hunt is out for the first eight weeks. So um, I think once you get Hunt back, you're not going to have any issue for the Browns long term. So I think it's a good move for them. The Texans gave up a lot. Um, I think the third, I think the pick ends up becoming a third if uh, Duke Johnson is active for 10 games this year, which seems exceedingly likely unless he misses a significant amount of time with injury. Um, so it's probably going to end up being a third round pick, and that's a high price to pay for, for a running back. Um, but I, I do think Duke Johnson's a good player. So I, I think it works out for both sides, honestly, um, even though the Texans probably overpaid a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Well, that's what happens when you have a uh, don't have a GM, right? Because I mean, this right. is a clear overpaying for a running back because Duke Johnson is also, you know, getting paid a lot of money, right? I mean, he's due uh, not a ton. Well, maybe not compared to the cap, but didn't they just do an extension like a few days ago, or not a few days ago, like a year or so ago? But anyway, I mean, this is how the. Uh, not having a GM comes into play, especially being that I I think the Browns clearly won. They got a disgruntled player they didn't want out, and it seems like the Texans just got rid of a player that was kind of disgruntled with the team. Uh, the, the whole Deontay Foreman thing is very uh, murky, but to me, this is kind of a win for the Browns on the fact that they just don't have to worry about Duke Johnson anymore saying anything about I guess while he's on the team, because I'm sure he can go in and uh, say something to you know media at the Texans site. I mean, he's due. Uh, looks like he's gonna cap hit. He's carrying cap hits of two point three, four point one, and five point one throughout the remainder of his uh, ten remainder of his contract. So he's yeah, got three so years a, on the contract. Not a ton, but. Yeah, not a ton, but not something you would want to pay a third round pick or, or trade away a potentially trade away a third round pick. Because I guess you know, yeah. I guess they can only play. They could choose to play Duke Johnson only ten games, but then you still look I silly for trading away a fourth, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the whole reason they're trading for him is the fact that they don't have a second running back on the team. Obviously, they released Deontay Foreman. 
uh, earlier this week. And, I mean, the guys that were competing for that second spot behind Lamar Miller were, I mean, it was a list of nobodies. Um, it was really, really rough. So, you know, I, I think they're going to they're gonna want to use him every game. I can't imagine them sitting him out just to protect one round of, of draft capital um, when they're trying to win now. Well, let's talk about win now. Does it improve Houston dramatically at all with the addition of Duke Johnson? Like, is he a player that's going to bring in an extra couple of wins or, or affect that win-loss column? Because they still don't have an offensive line. So does this really fix anything? I, I don't think it's going to affect – I don't know if it's going to swing two wins necessarily, but I, I do think he helps them. Um, since he ended the NFL in 2015, he all running backs in receiving yards uh, with 2,170, and he's third in running back reception. So he's, he's definitely an effective pass catcher out of the backfield, which is primarily what he's going to be used for. And I mean, the, the Texans – have a pretty uh, pretty it's pretty impressive uh, collection of weapons, easy for me to say, uh, right now with DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, uh, Kiki Kute, and then uh, now Duke Johnson. So uh, De- Deshaun Watson's going to have plenty of options when he drops back to pass and and I mean that that's a that's a really nice set of weapons to be able to attack with. I, I think the Texans' offense is. You know, the offensive line is still terrible, and that's that's the Achilles heel of this team. But I, I think it's a dangerous, dangerous offense. I mean, that's an explosive-looking offense to me. Uh, well, how do you think the Titans are prepared to handle the addition of Duke Johnson? In, in my opinion, I feel like we have the linebackers that can excel in coverage and and with the speed and strength that Jayon Brown, Rashawn Evans, and even Wesley Woodyard, he may not have the uh, speed, but he has the strength and the, the knowledge and technique. It feels like we can really neutralize this threat of Duke Johnson to where it probably, from a Titans perspective, as far as one-on-one, uh, our two games, shouldn't really affect us too much. And then you think Darius Leonard and the Colts, and then you have the Jaguars, AFC South, I, I feel like this doesn't really affect the AFC South as much as a, a move like trading for Trent, Trent Williams would have. Yeah, I think um, I definitely think that the Titans are better equipped than most teams to handle a running back like Duke Johnson because, like you said, Jayon Brown is one of the better coverage linebackers in the NFL. And then I also think against teams, especially like the Texans, that are going to live in 11 personnel and try to spread you out, the Titans are going to run a lot of that big nickel and big dime stuff that we've been talking about recently on the pod. And I think you're going to see guys like Imani Hooker, guys like uh, Kenny Vaccaro covering backs at times, uh, especially backs like Duke Johnson who can split out wide and, and really almost act as de facto wide receivers. Um, I think you're going to see those big dime and big nickel say, or big nickel uh, packages a lot against the Texans from the Titans. So I think they've got the personnel to combat that, but, I mean, frankly, even if you do have the personnel, the Texans getting a better pass-catching running back is definitely not a good thing um, for that match matchup. But, you know, I, it, you're right, though. It, it won't affect the Titans quite as bad as it would if, you know, they were still trotting Avery Williamson out at running or at uh, linebacker and stuff like that. 
Well, let's talk about the big thing that everybody, it's getting that time of year, fantasy drafts are happening. Fantasy-wise, three players this greatly affects. Technically four. I have stock up would be um, Kareem Hunt. I should have started off with Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, Deshaun Watson, then Kareem Hunt is my... It kind of helps him that he's not around, so week eight, here you go. Keep in mind week seven to be picking up Kareem Hunt in week eight for week eight because he'll be used a lot. Stock down Lamar Miller. Maybe Kiki Kute could be affected in some of their tight ends, but I think fantasy-wise this hat does have an impact out, you know, for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Nick Chubb is, is the big winner here, uh, especially for the first eight weeks because um, he's, he's essentially going to be the Browns you know, soul running back. And I know they've got a couple young guys that I think they like a little bit that kind of help facilitate uh, this move for uh, to trade Duke Johnson. But, you know, at the end of the day, Chubb's going to gonna see more action than he would have with uh, Duke there. So I think he, he's going to be, I mean, a potentially dominant running back, especially in those first 10 weeks. And then you've got, uh, yeah, I think it hurts Lamar Miller, it maybe hurts Kuti a little bit, um, but I, you know I think it helps. Uh, I think it helps Deshaun Watson, who probably is already going pretty high in fantasy drafts. Um, but he's got a, a kind of embarrassment of riches um, at the uh, skill positions now to work with. So uh, I think he's gonna he's in for a big season statistically. I think even if even if the Texans' offensive line uh, potentially gets him killed. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they handle all this, see how he handles the pressure being generated because of a lack of a elite or even average, league average offensive line. Because I see that people are already blaming, uh, they're blaming other people other than Deshaun Watson and the offensive line when it comes down to the sacks that he's been taking and the hits he's been taking according to Zadarius Smith, to Zadarius Smith in these joint practices. So... You know, if you're a league that uh, – what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Are you eating chips? No, I had a, I was picking up a bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've lost all of our <laughs> listeners. That was horrible. I didn't realize it was that loud. Yeah, it was really loud. I can't wait for, you know, that to be on the, uh, on the podcast. Anyway, uh, so not a big deal mainly – it's not a big deal for anybody outside of Houston. I'm sure the people in Houston are touting this as some big move, but if you're a Titans fan, I wouldn't show too much concern over the Duke Johnson signing. I'd put it at as a uh, two or three on the pee pants scale. Where would you put it, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know if it, it registers on the pee pants scale. I, I mean, it's not like the Texans uh, were in a place where they – didn't have passing options to begin with so you know this adds one more I, I don't know that it makes or break us makes or breaks a season you know so i i mean like i said you you aren't thrilled that they get another good player uh to add to the roster but at the end of the day they're probably going to end up giving up a third round pick so long term uh this probably isn't a great deal for them so well this is zach lines you can follow me at at fwords pod that's Mike Miracles. At Follow him at Mike Miracles. Read all of his columns on musiccitymiracles.com. And you've just been effed. I'm going to get back to rustling this bag a little bit.